0: Welcome back to Man's World. This week on Man's World Small Business Saturday, head had on Jennifer. She owns her own, like, makeup company, and she's an entrepreneur. We talked about so many different things. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys for Thursday's upload. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Man's World. This week on Man's World, we have Jen. Hi, Jen. Welcome. Thank you so much for coming on.
1: Thank you for having me. I super appreciate it. I love this, like, girl-to-girl vibe. No I love your background so much. Thank it's you. So I love yours.
0: Incredible i love yours with all the clothes i'm a big clothing kid so now can you look like, at yes
1: you, i mean fashion is
0: everything it is can you introduce yourself a little bit about you and your work in the social media industry
1: yeah absolutely i'm jennifer messina i do a couple of things i sing act model i do product placement i have my own lip gloss brand um i'm a published author um, if there's like an avenue of approach, I'm always like ready to jump in and like give it a shot. That's so, sick.
0: I like to do you, it all. I don't blame you. So now how did you start like everything you're doing today?
1: I mean, honestly, I like when I was a little kid, I would just like try to be in every single count show or recital. Mm-hmm. Um, I would try to sign up for every audition. Even if I totally bombed the audition, I would try again and again. Mm-hmm. I just had to keep telling myself that like someone's going to like me enough one day. And one day I, I realized that the person who's going to like me the most is myself. So why not produce for myself, put mm-hmm. things out for myself, not try to impress all these other people who have a name or title in the game and just, so it's going to catch. Something's going to catch if I keep putting good energy out mm-hmm. there. And and that's how I got to where I am today. But that's cool. you know, now we're in a day and age where like anybody can have a camera and yeah. a phone and just like make it happen. So mm-hmm. it's,
0: Things cool. changing. It really is. I started when um Instagram first popped off and was like the big thing was Instagram vlogging with Jake Paul. So that's how I started. Yeah. It was copying Jake Paul kinda and ended up gaining a little bit of a following. So then from there I started my podcast and now we're here. And then, yeah, and now it's like mm-hmm. it's super awesome. Like you're the youngest
1: person I've ever been interviewed by, yeah. And I think that's so incredible. You speak so well. You're very intelligent. You. you
0: really keep conversations. Thank so, you. Kudos to you. Thanks. You're going somewhere. Thank you. I've interviewed a lot of bigger names and everything. I do it all by myself. I'm not even signed to an agency. I'm not even signed. Wow. I do everything that myself. Means you're
1: making all the money. Yeah. Think of it that way.
0: Yeah. So now, how did you start like your lip gloss company? Because I was looking into that and I thought that was cool.
1: So it's kind of a funny story So i also served in the military reserves and Mm -hmm. I was on employment and I was looking for some type of hobby to keep me busy because I would work, work, work all the time. And then um, I needed something else. So that was not military work or not what I was doing. Uh So I decided, okay, I'm going to learn to get into the drop shipping business Uh um, and I'm going to open my own online boutique and see where it goes. So. Originally, Messina Glam was everything from shoes to clothes. And we put lip glosses, like, just a separate thing in there. Mm. But that was the product that everyone kept buying. So we're like, you know what? Why don't we just singleize our niche and make it lip gloss? So then we started there. And we've gotten to the level where instead of doing drop shipping, which Mm. is shipping that can take, like, over 14 days from a different country, now we have warehouse and inventory in the U.S., that's so sick. we're shipping within
0: three days. So That's so cool. It's above. That's really above. cool. I know Um, last year I did a merch drop and I dropped clothing last year. So I did do that last year. That was fun. I don't know if I'll do it again or not. I had to put a lot of money into that. My mom was not happy. So maybe not right now. But um, yeah, it's cool.
1: It is not happy still. So. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's not easy. It's, it's, not. it's not. And then you got to hope people love your product enough that they yeah. buy it. Or they'll do reviews like I've been calling everyone who's bought a Messina Glam lip gloss since our new relaunch this month and I've been like please write an Amazon review like please post a picture tag us like I want my Instagram to be more than my face with the lip gloss I want to see the customers so
0: yeah absolutely I agree with you I know um what do I do besides social media I've gotten into writing a little bit I know you write yeah. Okay. What kind of writing are you doing? I write I'm my serious. own. Okay, so I write my own like personal biographies about my life, like different pieces of my life. I'll write it for class. So like, I wrote my college essay completely by myself. I had to write a personal narrative. It turned into like a four-page essay. Yeah. So like, I'll write when I'm bored. I don't think I'll release anything because my writing doesn't make sense. But. Look, well, you know what? So, I'll tell you a little bit how I came mm-hmm. to my
1: book. But before I got before I get there, what advice that I can give you is yeah. like, I would keep all of that and then one day you find a way to compile it and make it into a book. Yeah. Like sometimes when I think about like one day I want to write a bio, mm-hmm. um, an auto bio of myself. Um, yeah. I don't feel like I'm at the level I want to be before I do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to take all of those writings that I did as a kid or yeah. as a young adult or maybe when I'm older and compile it and see like what story I can get. Because there's going to be some memories in, like, 30 years mm-hmm. that you read that you did at 12 that yeah. you don't remember, but you'll remember once well, you Well, it's funny. It, so. I've
0: been doing video documentaries since I was 12. So I have my video documentaries from when I was 12 to now, which I still do to this day. So I combine them all, and I'm in the middle of making a documentary from my old video documentaries to now. And it's it's super sick looking back at those. Yeah, exa-
1: it, you can see your growth and you can see yeah. your change, well, but then funny- like, it also gives you like a snapshot back in time.
0: Yeah, well, what's funny is like a lot of the kids who are in my old videos, I don't talk to any of them anymore. So like they're all like there's one know. there's one boy who's in a lot of my videos for some reason. I haven't spoken to him since the ninth grade and all my old documentaries are him, like him and I. So I'm like, that's so weird. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like looking back
1: in time, and you're like, things are so different. I mean, you'll you'll feel that feeling for the rest of your life. I know. I promise
0: you that. Yeah. So now, what type of writing do you do?
1: So I personally like, for me, I'm more of a logical thinker. Like, mm-hmm. if you gave me a, like a problem, I love the problem solve and fix it. So yeah. it's actually hard for me to do creative writing. So the book that I did publish, which is called aggressive honey it's assertive is mm-hmm. a, it's a self-help book it's a book about my blunt open-ended advice yeah. kind of calling people out on different attitudes and things that they do uh, and saying hey why don't you look at it this way or this is how i change this is how you can change someone's perception yeah i mean honestly it's a book of my opinions but mm-hmm. at, at the end of the day like i hope someone reads it and says hey you know what? i'm gonna try that i'm having an issue in this department let me try that maybe and we're talking everything from, like, social settings uh-huh. to the the boss and subordinate work relationship uh-huh. to how to go on a first date to how to tell your friend of, like, 60 years, like, hey, I don't like your attitude in a very tactful way. Oh, my God.
0: My so, brother needs to read this book. He has some attitude on him. My younger you know, brother. I mean, it's for everybody. It's like yeah. a little profane. So, you know, make sure he's, he's 16. Age. He's going to be 16. He's going to be 16. <laughs>
1: send it to him in two years. <laughs> no, he's
0: about to be 16 this year, hopefully. We'll
1: see.
0: He's been a little moody lately. So now, like, during COVID, how was everything for you?
1: Well, COVID actually was the reason why a lot of these things launched. So, like, when I published mm-hmm. my book the first time, because um, I have two editions now, yeah. and I published it during COVID, I released my first, like, public song during mm-hmm. COVID. I released my first music video during COVID. Yeah. The reason being is... I'm the type of personality that's, like, I can't sit still. What do you mean I can't go out? Mm-hmm. Like, I I was in California. I was actually specifically living in the San Diego area at the yeah. time. And you would drive through the busy towns. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to California. But no. it's, like, when, when you're in L.A., like, really anywhere in Southern California, mm. you, you can't go more than, like, 25 miles per hour on the highway. Yeah. Because there's well, so I'm from New York. Many
0: people. I'm from New York, and the New York traffic to get out of, like, New York is... Worst. Worst, probably.
1: Yes. It's that, and every single day, every single moment of the day. 2 a.m., you're like, why is there people on the I road? can't do that. But, but,
0: I can't. But leave. it's like,
1: imagine that, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, you walk outside, and there's not a soul out there. That's insane. And I'm like, I can't go to the, I couldn't go to the grocery store. Uh-huh. There's nobody there. You, they were even like, the cops were even telling people in the parks, like, hey, you need to go home. Yeah. You shouldn't be out. That's crazy. And like I said, this was before we start. They allowed us to like do outdoor activities uh-huh. and stuff. Like California was totally locked down. So uh-huh. I was going to stir crazy at home, uh-huh. and I'm losing my mind. And I'm like, I need to figure out something to do. So after I reorganized my house 50 times, uh-huh. then I started writing. Then I started singing. Then I started recording. Like uh-huh. I used that time that the world was forcing me to stay home and focus on myself to go make some good products That's fun.
0: Myself. I know I started podcasting during quarantine. I was... I found out my ex... Was, well, no, he's not my ex. I just call him that. He was doing YouTube. and I, I couldn't go back on YouTube. He'd be mm-hmm. he mad at me. So I started a podcast, and my goal was to have more of a following than him. A year later, I have more than a following. But um, I'm very grateful for that, by the way. But um, if it wasn't for him doing YouTube, I probably wouldn't have a podcast. Yeah,
1: like sometimes, like the thing... Is like human competition is sometimes good. Yeah. As well, he long doesn't you know not, that we're like, competing. Like and aggressive about it. He doesn't
0: know that we're competing because he hasn't spoken to me in like four years. But um, I know he's very serious about his YouTube, so like I'll I'll give him that.
1: I bet you he does know. I bet you he's watching them like on the down low and. Well,
0: I don't not think. To be real with you, I he can't stand the sound of my voice. So I'm betting you he's. Ne- I don't know if he's listening to my podcast or not. I'm kind of hoping he hasn't, but knowing him, probably has heard it once or twice.
1: I know two of the guys looking at the views.
0: Yeah. Well, the one thing that drives me crazy is there's two boys in my school that I don't talk to anymore. It's a different boy. Not the one I was just talking about. And I know they're both subscribed to a man as well because it says it on Spotify that they're subscribed. So even though I don't talk to them. Hey, that's
1: a win. And you know what? people will weirdly tell you sometimes the best fans are haters well not if you take what they're saying seriously okay. but like the thing is they're giving you views and they're giving yeah. you like press and everything i know because they hate you so much Well, what's so funny
0: is both these boys that are subscribed to me have both been guests on amanda's world with their episodes being down so i figured they both probably unsubscribe to my podcast no they're both they're both following until yeah
1: they're they're still committing to it they're like well your views and your followers and everything's going up like we'll just follow you that's why yeah it's so important where you put your energy in the world it is yeah even if you put so much negative energy into somebody and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden like you're not friends anymore and you just keep putting negative energy into them you're still giving them
0: yeah well what's funny is this it one it the them, one boy so. who's following me now on Spotify still so, told me he never wanted to speak to me again, blocked me on Instagram, I blocked him back, and then I blocked him on my second account on Instagram, but he still subscribed to my podcast. That makes no sense, but it's whatever. Keep your enemies close. <laughs> yeah. But there's no way to block on Spotify. So now we're like you're into style and clothing, right? yeah i am
1: um it's one of my favorite things to do so let's do like like, favorite stores
0: what's your favorite stores to shop at what's my favorite what stores oh that's a good question
1: um honestly i really like antique boutiques it sounds weird but like if you like there's a street in la called melrose and melrose Mm -hmm. has everything from like cardi b's latex body suits uh-huh. like that designer's on melrose too That's crazy. mark jacobs's and gucci's on the other side mm. like there's there's stores where like you walk in and you're like i'm in the 1960s but every single clothes piece in that store is actually made in that time period so i have to go in those stores uh-huh. or i even like to go into goodwill or any type of consignment shop something like weird and find pieces that are just random and really rare. And sometimes I take those pieces and I'll add a liner to it or mm-hmm. I'll add different buttons to it and mm-hmm. and make it my own. That's cool. So I'm not really like a commercial mall person. I'm more like a let's yeah. go find
0: something unique that other people don't That's have. That's cool. I'm a big like clearance shopper so I get most of my designer clothes off clearance. That's how I get all yeah. my clothes off clearance. Like I just got a pair of Steve Madden glasses at Nordstrom $10 on clearance. So. What?
1: Yeah. know Nordstrom sold anything
0: for $10. <laughs> Me neither. I was in shock. And um I get all my stuff on clearance. That's like all my my all my expensive clothing is from clearance, my makeup cuz I wear a lot of like Gucci like mascara and stuff. I get that on clearance at Sephora. I don't shop full price yeah. at all. I don't. Yeah.
1: It like I, it really is a pet peeve of mine when people I don't care like how rich they are yeah. are like I would never wear something I bought on Clarence. I only wear full price things or like because I would never cool. wear anything borrowed. Me
0: neither. And I'm like I don't why I would wear stuff Bar. I just don't get like why people say that like the best clothing comes from Kohl's. like everybody sleeps on Kohl's. I, I love that store. I spend so much money yeah. there. It's comfy. It is. It's
1: cool. comfy. It's fashionable. It is, and, and the like they're cute. Like, sometimes your outfit calls for, like, a simple T-shirt, but you have, like, a big old Gucci belt on. Why Mm. do I need to go spend $200 on the T-shirt?
0: Yeah. Makes no sense. I know, like, my best clothing is from Kohl's, and, like, I get the most people think they're, like, designer clothes, and, like, it's from Kohl's. Yeah, or,
1: like, some of my most fanciest boots, like, um, like, I'll give you an example. Like, this one. Mm. I love this one. It fits me perfectly. Um... You can see my sweatpants. <laughs> I never wear regular pants on these interviews. No, you're <laughs> so fine. It's, it's always, it's always top Like these, I just got the other day. I bought mm-hmm. them at an antique shop for like sixteen dollars, but they fit me perfectly. Yeah, they're super high. They're like fashionable, and I know it would cost like two, three hundred dollars at least. Yeah, like brand new. Look, I just got else. a pair. But it's like it's perfect.
0: They yeah. are. I just got a pair of Nike shoes from Nike's clearance outlet in Pennsylvania. $130 sneakers, $30 Air Force Ones. Yeah. So, like. See? And and now you're sick. You're sick AF. Yeah. But it's sick. But anyway, thank you so much for coming on. Jen, I'm going to put all her stuff below. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you guys for Small Business Saturday. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of man's world small business saturday make sure you go check out jennifer's shop and her social is gonna put that below make sure you go check out my instagram i'm gonna put that below thanks for listening and i will see you guys on thursday